So it's not bad at all. Yep. And I think we're getting ready to be live. Everything looks good here. Okay, and we're live uh, for take two of Title Town. Um, Rich, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. Should should we let the people in on the little secret? Yeah, go go for it, Mike. Change that camera view. Hey, everybody, guess what? We're together. We're together. High five, Rich. That's right. Woo! Yeah. Um, no, Rich made the five hour journey all the way up here to uh, to be in the or to be in Esterville. Thanks for coming up. We're gonna watch the Super Bowl together. Uh, we're gonna have some brisket. Gonna. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, uh, we have a lot of stuff to in the show. Actually, we really don't. It's kind of a slow show. Yeah. So we're going to add some fun stuff in there, um, maybe have some better conversation. And, uh, yeah. Um, so highlights this week, we got our NASCAR corner. Um, you know, there's a few things in the NASCAR corner we'll talk about. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and we have a poll question to talk about. Rich, what else are the highlights of this week's show that you want to hit on? Well, you know, we'll be uh, previewing the Super Bowl. Um, Are we allowed to say that? I don't. Do, do enough people listen to our show to, to make a difference? Do we care? No. Okay. <laughs> Come at me, NFL. If you want to get mad that I said Super Bowl, bite me. Yeah. I don't know if you need to go that far, Mike, but yeah. Maybe if the NFL comes after us, that really proves people actually do listen to our show. <laughs> and and we would probably get more fame and notoriety for the NFL coming after us than we would if it was uh, if it was just you know nothing. Yeah. So yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl preview, Super Bowl preview. Yeah, and uh, we'll probably be closing the show with some sad news uh, from an yeah. NFL coaching icon. I, in my opinion, a coaching icon, as well as some baseball news. As there was a trade and a big free agent signing that happened uh, this past week. So, so my, yeah, and we have some uh, a big trade in the NFL to, too to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we do. I forgot about that big trade that happened. Okay. Rich, you know what it's time for? Is it time to roll the intro? Uh, as long as my... Yeah, give me just a second. Yep, time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Bald and Stick the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Uh, this view obstructs you a little bit, Rich, so we're going to go back to the uh, two-camera setup. Okay. Um, but we are in studio together, so that's a joy. And, uh, yeah. Uh, we want to thank Matt Erickson, Matty Erickson, for uh, pointing out that our last live stream that we tried did not have audio because I forgot to set some things up. It's fixed now, so we should be good to go. Yeah, it's a lot easier to redo a show, what, two minutes in than it is 15, 20 minutes or realizing after we've already posted the audio to anchor.fm that there was no audio. Yeah. So um, before we get into all the big news, uh, we have a poll question to talk about boxing movies. So, Rich, what were the options for our boxing movies? And I'll bring up who won. All right, so I'm bringing that poll up right now. So it what this was a change from what I originally had it at when we discussed on last week's show. We were trying doing fighting, boxing, and fighting movies, but when I realized the amount of the amount of boxing movies that were that people wanted added to the polls, I took fighting out of it. So the choices were when we were kings, Southpaw, as suggested by my brother-in-law Josh Couture. Great White Hype, which was suggested by Michael Sable. Blood Like This, which was suggested by my buddy Mark Johansson. Uh, and then we had our other options, which were already on the poll, which were The Fighter, Ali, Raging Bull, Cinderella Man, The Hurricane, and Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Some of these, I, again, uh, Raging Bull, I've never seen. Neither have I. I I feel like as a man, I'm kind of failing that I haven't seen that movie. Hmm. I don't know about you, but uh, isn't that Robert De Niro? Yeah, that that is Robert De Niro. Is that the movie where he goes hoo ha hoo ha a lot? Hoo ha! I don't know, but 
you know, either way, I've never seen it. Great, uh, like I said, looking forward to uh, to seeing it. Maybe maybe we'll watch it this weekend when we have some downtime later today, because uh, we should have quite a bit of downtime. I don't think we have much planned for the day. So okay, but yeah. So thank you very much to uh, Josh Couture, Michael Sable, and Mark Johansson for the suggestions to add to our poll this week. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love your interaction. So keep keep sending us that information. We'll uh, we'll try to have you guys uh, on or we'll we'll give you shout outs as much as we can. Uh, and that's kind of how we do it. All right, so Mike, who what what where where did you vote? What where which movie did you vote for? The one movie that I've seen in this list, we okay. were when we were kings. Yeah, same here. That was the only movie I had seen on the list too. Oddly enough, I the only I could have swore that I saw it when I was in middle school. It was like yeah. part of a class assignment to watch. It was a good documentary talking about the rumble in the jungle. Yep. Between uh, Foreman and Ali, so yep, I had um, the vote for the only one that I had seen. I which again, I feel like uh, the fighter is one I probably should see. Million Dollar Baby, people talk about a lot. Cinderella Man, uh, wasn't that Russell Crowe? Yeah, that was Russell Crowe. And uh, Million Dollar Baby, I think, did not have, what, Hillary Swank? Hillary and Swank, and it was Clint directed Eastwood? by Clint Eastwood. It was a Clint Eastwood film. So, you know, lots of stuff there to, to unpack. Uh, sad, I, I still haven't seen it. Hopefully soon, one day, I will. Um, Josh just commented, thanks mm. for the shout LOL, a shout-out. <laughs> Josh, you deserve it. You gave us a poll, something to put on the poll. We're gonna give you, give you props, and that's your second shout out of the day. You get three, <laughs> and you win a prize. I don't know what that prize is yet. Maybe a high five from Rich next time he sees you. But either way, you get a shout out. Yeah. Anyway, so the winner was when we were kings. Yeah, I think probably because most people have only seen it because they had to watch it as a uh, school thing or something. But that's okay. That's kind of how it goes. Um, so, uh, shout out number three for for Josh. <laughs> he wins the prize. You got to give him a high five next time you see him. He gave us okay. some smiley, some laughing smiley faces with tears. <laughs> Boom, Josh, you win. Um, okay, so moving on from there. This week we are doing fight movies. Yeah. So we're. I think this is going to include. Um, are we going to put Real Steel in this one? Is that where you're going to put this one? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm going to put Real Steel in this one. I suppose one. we can do that. Um, and then we're going to put uh, Don't Back Down, Never, yeah, I'll, Never I'll Back Down, or whatever list. those ones. We'll yeah. go with The Karate Kid as a series. Okay. Here Comes the Boom. Okay. Blood Sport. Yep. Never Back Down. Yeah. Fight Club. Ooh, Fight Club. I know. Yeah, Josh. Josh just shouted out Fight Club. That's four, man. Josh, you're on a roll today. Uh, yeah. Fight Club is a good one. I didn't. I don't think of it as a sports movie, but you're right. It is a fighting movie. But we can't talk about it. Shh, don't talk about Fight Club. No. And uh, I don't know. Maybe Enter the Dragon and then Real Steel. So we'll leave that yeah. one as a as an open ended. I'll make sure to have the option for our voting our voters to add an option at a write in movie as well. Okay. So. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, look for that to go live probably around noonish. We'll yeah. try to do that. We're hanging out today. We got some grocery shopping to do, some some stuff to get ready for the party tomorrow. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll keep that uh, going and, and look for that uh, rule number one about Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. Yep. Okay. That's rule number two, Mike. You don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, more important things. The NASCAR Corner. No, Mike, that's not how we go into the NASCAR Corner. I'm sorry. Do you know what's coming up next, Mike? Uh, is it a left turn? It is. And and what's after that, Rich? It's another one. Yeah, and, and after that? Uh, probably a third left turn. Because yeah. where are we going, Mike? We're heading to the NASCAR Corner. Much better. we got to get that polished up. I know. NASCAR starts in like two weeks. Ne- no, it next starts week. next week. That's right. The Daytona, the, the qualifying is today, uh, and then midweek... We do have two races. Uh, we have the the duels for the NASCAR race and the Bush Clash and the Bush Clash. So that's all happening like this week, folks. So man, uh, yeah, we got to uh, we got to get that ready because uh, and I got to be able to do this right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
All right. So on this week's NASCAR Corner, so uh, two weeks ago we gave you some new driver assignments and uh, who's who's driving where on uh, or who's retired in the case of Jimmy Johnson and Clint Boyer. Yep. Last week we went through new tracks. Mike, where what are we giving them this week? Well, this week uh, we do have to cover the Rolex 24 that we talked about last week and gave our predictions. But this week we're going to give you our predictions for the championship winners. Um, and we probably won't do rookie of the year because we don't know. Uh, um, we don't know uh, too much about the new drivers. Yeah. So, uh, Barbara, yes, we are in the same place. Rich is here. He made the drive up. <laughs> if you would have caught the beginning of the show, we kind of showed that. Uh, but here, just to give you, see, we're together. That's right. Yep. Anyway, um, so yeah, well, this week we don't know the the rookies yet. So we won't give you the the predictions on who's rookie of the year, but we will give you our championship guesses. So, and we're going to talk about how to get onto the NASCAR app and join that. Um, so, uh, and how to play fantasy NASCAR? Yeah, and how to play fantasy NASCAR? So, all right. So, Mike, let, let's uh, let's get the easy thing out of the way first. Your championship prediction before the regular season starts, which is next week's Daytona 500. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. Any reason? Uh, you know, he's last year he had a decent year, and um, he's been, I mean, he's with some of the guys that retired this year, I think he'll have a little bit better shot. Uh, I like him for the year. Okay, yeah, you did pick Kevin Harvick quite a bit last year. And, and he, he did really well last year. He did. He was the overall points winner. He just fell short in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, for my guy, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. Of, of from Joe Gibbs Racing. There's a lot of road courses, yeah. uh, road courses and short tracks this year, and he tends to do pretty well, fairly well on those types of tracks. That's a good call. Um, so I guess we can preview the the Daytona 500. Here's what happens, folks. They go really fast. They make lots of right turns. The f they're 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 pinning the uh, the accelerator to the floor. Don't lift. They're drafting, and there's going to be a big wreck, or multiple big wrecks, or multiple big wrecks. But that's next week. But we'll, we'll give you yeah. predictions next week for the Daytona 500 as we go into the NASCAR corner every single week to yeah. preview the race and give you our race prediction. So, Mike, the other thing that we have in the NASCAR corner this week is Fantasy NASCAR. Yeah. So, uh, this year, and it looks like it's available. I'm going to go check real quick. Yeah, I have. I did check the app before we went on air. It does look like they've reset for the 2021 season, and I think we can invite people to join our group. So, we'll try and get that on, on onto our Facebook page yep. and share that. Both of us will probably share that link. Um, a couple, maybe a couple, try not to sh overshare it like we did last year. Um, but right now we do have, we have six people returning from, uh, from next year if they choose to be active participants, but they're in our group at least. Yeah. So here's how it works, folks. Um, you get to pick a lineup of five drivers in your, uh, in your starting lineup. And then you get one garage starter. Garage starts do not count unless you swap them out. By the third, before uh, the third, or stage. before the third, uh, the third stage, uh, and third and final stage. Um, if you do swap them out, that person gets a, a usage. The other guy does not, and you get the points for him. If he stays in your garage, uh, he will not get you any points. Yeah, that and, driver does not get you any points, but he also does. It doesn't count as a use. Correct. Because you can only use a guy 10 times during the regular season. Yep. And when it goes into the playoffs, you're limited to five uses per driver, per driver, unless they change the rules like they did last year. Yeah, sometimes they change things randomly and it's hard to follow. Um, we do have a league. It's over at NASCAR.com uh, is where you got to go. And it's uh, fantasygames.nascar.com. We'll get you a link so you don't have to do all that following and, and jumping around. Um, and, uh, yeah, it does say that it's ready to go. Uh, it's not ready for you to set your lineup, but you can join a league. So we'll make sure, yeah, our league's going. We're ready to go. Looking forward to Solomon, uh, Lacey, Jordan, uh, Tony, you and I is what I think the team is. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend to anybody out there that is going to play Fantasy NASCAR in our league to download the NASCAR app. Makes it super easy, folks. Really super does. easy. You could follow along as the race is happening as they give you live stats on the point where the points where how many points you're getting for each driver based on where they're at in the actual race. And it also makes it a lot easier to swap in and out your garage drivers. You don't necessarily have to run over to your laptop or your desktop computer to do that. Yeah. And also, if you know nothing about NASCAR, which was me, what, two years ago? Maybe three years ago? Uh, it, the Rich, we're getting in. This is our third year. Okay, yeah, third year doing fantasy NASCAR. Third year doing fantasy and fourth year doing the show. Yeah, so maybe, and, and four years ago, you really didn't know that much about NASCAR. You knew nothing. You were like, "We got to do NASCAR." Like seriously, people. Like there, there, we did a NASCAR corner, but it was very. It, it was me asking Mike, "Who do you think's going to win the race this week?" Yep, I Rick, was not an active participant. Josh, yes, there is NASCAR fantasy. Uh, we we're going to share the <laughs> link. You're going to get on it. You're going to. This is what's going to make you love fan, NASCAR. It makes you. It makes you plug in. It makes you want to do stuff. It uh, makes you want to watch the race. It does kind of make you want to watch the race. By the way, even if you don't like NASCAR, it's something to do over the summer. And uh, the best part about it is uh, not a Nazarene nap. Shout out to Barb Hart uh, for that one. <laughs> um, but a NASCAR nap, which is where you watch the race. And as they go around in a circle, you kind of get a little drowsy. And then they start shouting about a wreck, and you wake up, and you watch the wreck and the replays, and then you watch them go around and around and around. And then fall back asleep. But and yeah. then they start shouting about a wreck, and you wake yeah, up again. But by all means, Fantasy NASCAR made me more of a much, a, big, a much bigger NASCAR fan. Yeah. And, I mean, last year, he kicked my butt in Fantasy NASCAR. This guy, mm-hmm. like... Kicked my butt. I he took first place, and it was great. And uh, yeah, we totally, totally great, and it was totally awesome. And uh, he now enjoys NASCAR, I believe. Oh yeah, love yeah. It. So, folks, if you want to, I mean, you don't, you're not. I'm not guaranteeing you're going to fall in love with NASCAR. Not everybody does, but what it does allow you to do is it does allow you to um, at least have a stake in it. And it, and we'll give you a shout out. I mean, we mm-hmm. talk about the people that 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 participate in things. So you'll get another shout out. Uh, Josh says he's in. So when you okay. get that shared, look for him to join. Yeah. All One right. more person. That's to right. Get excited about something random about NASCAR. Anyway, so All we're right. going to do that. We'll get that out there. Look for that in the next week. Um, maybe even later today. Yeah. But kind of circling back to the point of, uh, that I was trying, hope trying to make about not knowing anything about NASCAR. There are, I mean, if you have the NASCAR app on your phone, they usually publish a in uh, like an experts article on uh, on who the experts in, from the fantasy fast lane would recommend putting into your lineup, like sleepers, yep, sleepers, um, guys to avoid, guys to, and how the expert uh, that writes the article set their lineup. So, yeah. so there are and there are other just random internet searches that you can do, like fantasy NASCAR fantasy nascar and then insert the track or the race yeah. and you can find there are articles out there that can help you set your lineup yeah so you don't have to be great at it but you or you don't have to know nascar well but you i mean rich has found great ways to, to pick mm-hmm. up guys that i wouldn't even think about starting and all of a sudden they're doing really well for him uh and his his shout out to martin true like rich two years ago two years ago even mm-hmm. when you were starting to get into nascar would you have known to pick Martin Truex because of road courses? Probably not. And now this guy knows enough to know that that's a great that's a great pick for a guy's uh, road course ability when we have a lot more road courses this year. So uh, super exciting for that. Um, and look for those to go live, hopefully either later today, but hopefully before the weekend's out, we'll both share that out. Um, also, before we finish in the NASCAR corner, mm-hmm. we got one more race to talk about. That's right. Something else happened in Daytona this last week that uh, you know that that doesn't get as much coverage here in the states, but uh, they had record viewership this week. Yeah, I, I did not know about the viewership, but yeah. I mean, record coverage this week of NASCAR of the uh, the Rolex Twenty Four 
at Daytona, 24 hours of Daytona, happened last Saturday into Sunday. Mm-hmm. Got to wa- I actually got to watch like four or five hours of it. It was kind of awesome. Um, not all at the same time. Again. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think I watched maybe the, the last half hour and then had to go out and run an errand, and then I came back and got to see the finish. Yeah, I didn't get to see the finish. I got to see, you know, a bunch in the overnight hours and some in the morning hours. All right. So so uh, so if you didn't catch last week's show, Mike, you, you predicted um, Chase Elliott's team, um, which came last in their division yeah. due to a uh, in, an issue with the gearbox with the car, wasn't it? They actually ended up getting back out. So they, oh, they didn't, did. They didn't have a DNF, but I think they... Um, they they ended up in second to last, I believe. And, and which which team won, Mike? Uh, Wayne Taylor Racing, also known as Rich's Pick. <laughs> um, but the team that that Rich expected me to pick, where did they come, Rich? They came in second. And and what team is that? That was Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah, good good old Jimmy Johnson. Um, won't get to say his name as much this year. No, oh, say face. Okay. So you really enjoyed saying Jimmy Johnson. I did. And we got a real cool way to say it. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> you'll have to figure out a way to say, way to say Kevin Harvick, because I'm sure you'll be picking him a lot this year. We'll see. Well, with that, the cars go around for one last time, and we head out of the NASCAR corner. Where are we going to head now, Rich? We're going to go out to the gridiron, Mike, Ooh, and we're yeah. going to talk NFL, and as we discussed in our pre-show, the Super Bowl. Oh man, I am so nervous about this. The Super—I don't know who to pick in the Super Bowl. I still don't, and I'm it's the one that has pick. to pick. So let's talk Super Bowl first, and after that, I'll make my pick. Okay. Or do you want me to make my pick first? No, no, no. Be an unfair we, we, we can talk. We, we can talk first. Maybe I can talk you into one or the other. Okay. So, um, it's so I Kansas guess City Chiefs and the Bucks. That's the yeah, first go. The Buccaneers. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, um, yes, Josh, I did call him the goat last week. <laughs> I admit it. Tom, so we were talking, and, and we watched a video beforehand. But seriously, this is, this is the year that Tom Brady went from being a system quarterback in New England. Now, people say, well, look at, look at Bill Belichick's record without Tom Brady at, on the team at all. Yeah, if you look at his record without Tom Brady on the team at all, it's not great. But if you look at it when Tom Brady wasn't playing and was still on the team, it still looked like it was Bill Belichick's system that was winning because he had guys that anywhere else, uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G. And you had a, you had a, he took a, he used Matt Castle. Yeah, Matt Castle and Jimmy G. You're telling me that. Either of those guys, uh, anywhere else is going to do anything. Wait, they they really have it. I mean, I guess Jimmy, Jimmy G, G got a Super Bowl, and I think Matt he got Castle, to a Super Bowl. He didn't he win to it. it. Yeah, and Matt Castle did some, but not gr- he wasn't great. He had some decent seasons Which, under center in Kansas City. By the way, we need to come around back to the to the Jimmy G thing. I have a a mega four team trade <laughs> proposal. Okay, four team trade proposal for. Uh, that involves New England and San Francisco and two other teams. We'll come back is, around is to this that. A, is this a Mike? Is this a Mikey idea for for a trade proposal? Or yes. is this something you've actually read? No, this is a Mikey idea for a trade proposal. Okay, but when I when I lay it out, I think you'll think it's more plausible than most of my crazy ideas. Okay, I think. All I mean, right, probably so, not. So. Buccaneers against the Chiefs. Yeah. So, uh, let's start with the Buccaneers. What are they? A, they're on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Four, th- three straight road victories to get yep. to the Super Bowl. They're wearing the white jerseys because they've won wearing the white jerseys as and, the white jerseys. And the other side is, is that Kansas City is also undefeated this year wearing their white jerseys. They, I think they've been wearing red all red all year through they, the playoffs. Through they? the playoffs, they've been wearing red. But when given the op- if they were given the option, and throughout this year, anytime they wore their white jerseys, they were undefeated as well. Yeah, I think Tom Brady also has a better record wearing the white jerseys in the Super Bowl than he does the like color jerseys. Yeah. So uh, we do have the first home a one advantage they have. They're the first home team ever to 
to to play in a Super Bowl. So there's that. Um, their defense is looking good. It's hot at the right time. Oh my goodness! And what do we always say about de- about uh, championships, Rich? Defense wins championships. Because we're old men and we're dad. I mean, I'm a, I'm going to be a dad soon. I, yeah, you're not going to be a dad no. soon. Uh, I'm going to be a dad in April, and dads always say defenses wins championships. Um, and so, you know, I'm scared to. Oh man, I don't know who to pick. I did say Kansas City at the beginning of the year. We kind of both said Kansas City at the at the end at the start of the year. But uh, let's go to let's see what Kansas City has. I mean, they have they kind of have the ultimate weapon. And Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes, yeah. How do and, you, and probably the best tight end, oh in yeah. Travis Kelsey, oh, yeah. and a speedster that people have trouble defending in Tyree Kill. Yeah, I don't man. I mean, just in general, their receivers seem to be better, and their uh, their quarterback. I think talent-wise, now now listen to what I'm saying, folks. Before you say you said Tom Brady was the goat last week, yes, I did, and I still I still hold true to that. The problem is he's not the most talented person out there right now. Okay. A. Patrick Mahomes is better. B. Aaron Rodgers is more talented, more ta- physically gifted, and more talented. If you don't believe me, you're wrong. I'm right. I know what I'm talking about in this situation. Hmm. Tom Brady is not the most talented player out there. And he won't be the most talented player in this game. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Way more talented. Way more gifted. But does Kermit the Frog have the ability to beat the greatest of all time? You will probably find that out. We're going to find that out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So, so but I, I think one thing that the Chiefs that the Chiefs offense is kind of lacking is a consistent run game. Yep. Clyde and, Edwards Solaire has been injured. Um Daryl Williams is really nothing special. He can he can be good in spurts, but he's no he's not a noteworthy running back and I don't I think Le'Veon Bell really Le'Veon Bell hasn't been the same since he left uh Pittsburgh. We also have a couple things that we have to talk about uh for uh, um, picking different uh, pseudo prop bets. But we'll get there. But okay, so now that we've kind of given you a rundown, oh, the the big things that each team is lacking. Let's go there next. Ooh, I, I said my I said offensive mine. line. I said mine with the running game with the Chiefs. Nope, and, it's uh, the offensive. The biggest problem right now is that inconsistency in offensive line. Yes, Andy Reid is having every one of his offensive linemen. Uh, practice in every di- every position, but is that going to be enough? Yeah, they, they've had a lot of injuries. They they don't have uh, Turioff didn't didn't nope. come back to play this year, and they lost their star left tackle Eric Fisher to a season-ending injury yeah. in that uh, in the game with uh, Buffalo. Yep. So, oh man, folks, that makes it scary. But who do you now? Who do you feel better betting against? Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? That's the ultimate question. Who do you feel better rooting against or betting against? And I guess I've been delaying it long enough. Yeah. You you were give you you have the honors. It's not like the coin flip where you can I defer. You have you had the better record in there in our playoff predictions, so you you won the honors to say which team who are you going to take in the Super Bowl giving me the other team? I feel like I'm giving you a gift here, Rich. Okay. But I am sticking with my preseason pick of the Kansas City Chiefs. Going to win the Super Bowl. Let's do it, boys. Okay. I I will take the, Tom, old, man, the old man in the room, Tom Brady, uh, to get the win. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think either of us feel super confident in that. Mm-mm. I think both teams have great chances at winning. I think we both would have picked the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, what's your if if you're picking not So this is our lunch bet. This is why we can't pick the same team. But if it's not the lunch, let's take the lunch bet out. What's your official prediction? Kansas City. Okay. Makes me feel Sorry, a little Josh, bit better. Kansas City. But uh yeah, that Josh, you're right that Tampa D is good. I man, it's going to be it's going to be a heck of a game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
other news in the in the NFL to talk about. First, um, Matthew Stafford is no longer a Detroit Lion. Yeah, he's now in. Uh, he's now a L.A. Ram. Yeah, as LA... you almost said St. Louis, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay, so. So the Rams, so the so he's going out to L.A. Going back to Detroit is Jared Goff's contract and Jared Goff, a third round pick in twenty twenty one and first round picks in twenty two and twenty three. Yeah, um, and they gave up. They've given up like six first round draft picks for Jared Goff altogether. Mm-hmm. It was like. Four to get him on the team. No, no, no. They they traded two to get him to move up oh, yeah, from fifteen right. to one to draft him. Yep. And now they're sending two draft picks away, two first round yeah. draft picks to Detroit to get him off of the roster. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Um big mistake, I think, for the Rams. But honestly, Jared Goff could could turn out to be better than better with a different point of view, I guess. Or it gives from Detroit's perspective, it gives them options in this year's draft. They don't necessarily have to take a quarterback. Yeah, it also gives them. Um, I mean, they have a good. Jared Goff is still a good quarterback. He's been to the Super Bowl, and he's he de- he's, he's decent. He's a he's a decent quarterback. He is in the top half of quarterbacks in the NFL. True or false? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, so you have a top half quarterback. What's the rest of that team look like? Is anything on that team in Detroit above above the 50 percentile in the league? Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The, the answer is no, folks. There's so, a lot of holes to plug on that Detroit roster. So Jared Goff will be the best will still be the best player on that team. I will say it. I'm going to say it right now. Jared Goff will be the best player on that team. Why? Because he he has um, he he has the skills. He has the knowledge. He's done it before. He is the best player on that team. Not because he's great, but mostly because that team is garbage. Let's let's be honest about it. All right. So let's get back to the Rams side of it. Yeah. So so, so you don't like the you don't like the trade? No, I think it's actually Stafford. I think it's a great trade. I think it's an awesome trade. Because Matt Stafford, you guys, so Rich and I are in a fantasy football league together. Mm -hmm. And for years, I picked Matt Stafford. Because if you look at, if if you're looking for a quarterback on fantasy that you can get on on the later ends of the draft, Matt Stafford is great. He puts up yards. He makes... He he makes plays. He throws the ball a lot. He's got a great arm. He's got skills and knowledge in the game. He just has never had anybody to throw it to on a consistent basis since, since Calvin jo- since Calvin Johnson retired. Speaking of which, he's eligible for the uh, for the Hall of Fame this year. He is. We'll have to talk about that uh, maybe later today or something. But uh, yeah, so he's still but he's still putting up good numbers. Like, that's something that people f- don't realize. Matt Stafford is still putting up good numbers, even though he is garbage around him. Yeah. That well, that makes me like him so much more. And now that he's going to a team that actually has a team, now that he's going to a team that has a coach that n- knows football, what have they had for coaches up there in uh, Matt Patricia, a defensive-minded <coughs> Bill Belichick loving uh, idiot yeah he didn't he he didn't do a good job yeah jim caldwell when you compare <laughs> when you compare how well when you compare jim caldwell's record to the other head coaches detroit has had okay sure i mean he had megatron he had megatron and matt stafford but and so Matthew Stafford is going to a place where he should shine and thrive. And I that's why I like it. A for Matt Stafford, B for the Rams. They also got Jared Goff's terrible contract off their books. Yep. I mean, they cost them, but but yeah, they they got him they got out of that contract. So um, like with with the contract, I did see an interesting post by a Bleacher Report about this. Do yep. you know how many first round draft picks the Rams currently have on their roster? 
First round draft picks. First round draft picks. Six? One. Really? Aaron Darnold. Wow. Okay. Aaron Darnold. I mean, Aaron Darnold's a great... I mean, he's kind of all you need on the defense. You need other people around him, but yeah. So, yeah, I you know, I think look out for the Rams to be a hot team next year. A uh, friend of the show, Zach Bacon, is going to love that. Um, he comments on on a regular basis and, and does poll questions regularly, joins in on those. Uh, he will – he's a huge Rams fan, going to love the fact that they're doing that. Um, maybe we'll have to reach out to him. I'll, I'll reach out to him this week and see if I can get – a react his reaction to it. I think he'll love it. But yeah. All right. So with the with the Stafford trade, does this put the Rams in a situation to win that division? Yes. Hundred percent. I still think that nope. they're going to have there. There's that's obvious. That's one of the toughest divisions in the NFC. Yeah. The Cardinals. But okay, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. A for, a healthy 49ers team. Could have done a lot better this year. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. How are they imp- – I mean, I guess if if you include health as an improvement, but overall, how much have they improved so far? I mean, they, the offseason's early, so it's hard there to There hasn't been – But – and we won't know until, until uh, summer camps start. Mm-hmm. So that's still going to be – you know, that's not till August till we'll actually have an answer for that. But – uh, the Rams, the Rams have taken and gone from a top, the bottom half of the top half, so twenty-five to fifty or twenty-five or no, I guess it's sixteen to sixteen seven or fifteen, sixteen or seventeen. That's where I would put Jared Goff overall in quarterbacks. Okay. To somebody, I would argue has the skill and the ability of a top five quarterback. Let's let's play okay. let's play it out. Let's let's talk this out. Skill wise. Skill wise, is he better than Tom Brady? I would say yes. I don't believe that I can answer that. Talent wise, I would say yes. Now we've never seen him with anybody, but he still puts up numbers. He still rivaled Actually, Brady's a great example. I think Brady's a great example. When Brady was in New England with nobody around him, and Matt Stafford was in Detroit with nobody around him, was Matt Stafford putting up better numbers? Better numbers, not wins, numbers for his team. Stats, I think, yeah. I think Stafford did put up better and who had, stats. Okay, but who had less with their team? I would say Matt Stafford even had less than Tom Brady when Tom Brady was playing with the no names that he was playing with. One of which's name is Julian Edelman. Come on, people. He's one of the greats. We don't give him enough credit. But okay. So if Matthew Stafford is putting up better stats than Tom Brady in a... with equal or slightly worse people doesn't that statistically mean he's a better quarterback if you're only looking at the stats i guess you can make that point okay so that's that's, but wins you you gotta calculate how how what he does for his team. i think i think we're gonna see that this year and i think the rams are gonna be the team to beat in the west okay so on to mikey reckless speculation and uh, hopes and dreams. Okay. Okay. Fourteen. So, so throw out your maybe realistic, somewhat realistic four-way trade. Okay. So we heard some news this week out of Las Vegas. Okay. They want to get rid of Derek Carr. That's kind of. That's not really new news. I think that's kind of been on the. But. Kind of been on the back burner ever since John Green took that job. What their goal is, and, and John Gruden has basically said, if they got two first-round picks, they'd use those two first-round picks plus their first-round pick, send it over, and try to get Deshaun Watson. Okay. Okay. So, now, how do we get Deshaun Watson to Vegas? Here's how. 
what does uh, New e- who does New England want as their quarterback? Like they they probably wouldn't turn down. They they would probably listen. They would try to figure out ways to get Garoppolo back. Right. So Belichick Jimmy G. didn't want to get him, get rid of him in the first place. And uh, the Niners really don't want Jimmy G. So why don't the why doesn't the uh, the Niners trade Bill Belichick a first round pick for Jimmy G? That's all they got to give up. One first round pick. Bill Belichick doesn't use first round picks like most of the rest of the of the teams. He's not great at them. He likes to trade down out of the first round to get a bunch of second, third, fourth rounders. But this time he can get the guy he wanted four years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. and get Jimmy G back. Okay. Well, now San Francisco doesn't have a quarterback, but they have two first-round draft picks. Wait, why don't they trade that to, for Derek Carr? Because I'm sure Kyle Shanahan would love to at least get a chance with Derek Carr. I, I did not know that there was a connection between Shanahan and Derek Carr. I'm making it up. Okay, but I think I think it I think that could be a good match. Okay. Kyle Shanahan likes likes youth and vibrance, and I think that could be a good fit. Derek Carr is similar to Matt Ryan. Okay. In his play set, right? Like, sure. They, talent wise, they're they're kind of on par for the same amount of talent, and uh, their their play method is very similar. So why not go for Derek Carr? Wait, that's the two first round picks. That Vegas wants. And now Vegas sends that down to Houston. Houston now gets three, or do they have four? I don't remember if Houston would then get three first-round picks this year. So Las Vegas, New England's, and San Francisco's. Yes. Okay. And that gives Deshaun Watson a way to get out of Houston and goes to Vegas. Now, the problem Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause, so he gets to pick where he goes. He does. That's the one wrinkle that I don't know how to how to overcome. I don't know if Deshaun Watson would want to go to Vegas. But let's just say he does. What do you think? Well, I I I, I think your inclusion of Derek Carr coming out of Vegas is a little bit far fetched. They want to get rid of him. He is he ha, he has good enough skill to be a starter in the NFL, correct? He does. And if Kyle Shanahan is known as a quarterback whisperer. Yeah, he is. So if he can get basically what does it cost him? One first round draft pick? I don't know. I I I think that's a little high to pay for Derek Carr, a first round pick for Derek Carr. Um, but I, I think that if Houston's going to give up Deshaun Watson, which they don't want to do, they might not have a choice, but they don't necessarily want to give him up. Yeah. I think it's going to take a higher first round pick than where New England is at. Cause I don't, cause I think New England is what in the 14, 15 or 16 range. Mm-hmm. And that would be the highest draft pick that they're getting in that trade, even though they'd be getting three first round picks. So that that's that's I th- I that's the one that's big right. thing where that that's the one thing that let me look kind of gives me a ha- a hang up. I know that's why I'm trying to stretch. Um, New England, ha- uh, San Francisco has the twelfth. Okay, so they'd be getting twelve in this off 12, the wall scenario. They'd be getting twelve, fifteen, seventeen. That's not that crazy. Okay. 12, 15, and 17. But you have two in the first, in the top half. But with those picks, let's say that, let's, so let's say that they don't package those picks to move up. Does that put them in, in a range to get a quarterback to replace Deshaun Watson? Um, okay. I mean, we really don't want to do it, but, uh, Jacksonville is going to not, Jacksonville is going to trade down to number two in, I I I actually okay. I'm working on a draft at a mock draft. I actually have a mock draft mm. that uh, says Jacksonville trades the number one for the for New York's two first round draft picks, which puts um, New York first, and they're going to take 
Trevor Lawrence. Okay. No, with the not, num- that, that, that's not a crazy thing. I mean, there's there's, there's with, talk of them trading down to get multiple first-round picks right. or to get those other picks from uh, the Jets to take Justin Fields right. instead. Take Justin Fields because who, who's the coach down there? Urban the, Meyer. And, and how – and and who recruited Fields? Urban Meyer. Oh, okay. So Urban Meyer goes down to second, gets the guy that he recruited, and now is recruiting to come play in Jacksonville with and gets him. some extra picks out and of gets it. extra picks out of it. So Miami, um, they're not done with Tua yet. No, I don't, I don't think I don't they think are. So, so, so they're so, not taking one. Atlanta, they're keeping Matt Ryan, but they could take one to groom to sit behind him in a, in mm. kind of like what. Why Aaron Rodgers was drafted, even though they had Brett Favre under contract for a couple more years, and why they took Jordan Love, even though they have Aaron Rodgers under. I don't think that's how that's going to work. Uh, the Bengals have Joe Burrow; they like him. He's he's ticking up. Not going to take him. Philadelphia might take somebody. I don't think so. They're going to roll with Wentz or Hurts. But yeah, I doubt it. So okay, so we're going to so not at the six. Uh, Detroit just got Jared Goff. They can't afford another quarterback. Uh, Carolina takes a quarterback. True or false? Yeah. Probably. Um, So there's three off the board. Three. And that's going to be the guy from uh, BYU, right? Yeah. So so that takes uh, Lawrence. In your your scenario, that takes Lawrence, Fields, and Zach Wilson off the board. Yep. Uh, Denver, I don't know. They could. They could. They could. Maybe. So it comes down to could Trey Lance from North Dakota State be available by the time? Uh, You're forgetting somebody else. Who? The Ducks. What's the guy in Oregon? Didn't they? The Oregon doesn't have a quarterback coming out this year. I thought it was. I mean, the other quarterback on on the board that. That uh, that's projected to maybe be a first round pick is Mac Jones coming out of Alabama. We know Dallas isn't going to take anybody. Uh, the Jets might take one with their second first round pick. The Jets only have one first round. Yeah, so, so or, or so far, or the Giants. I mean, oh, the Giants. I, I don't think the Giants are going to take it. No, nope. take a quarterback. Yeah, they got Daniel Jones. They like him still. They think they 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 think there's upside there. Hey, look, now we're at San Francisco. Okay. So in your scenario, you think Trey Lance or Mac Jones could be available, and would you draft Mac Jones that high? Well, they don't have to. They can, they can pick a good wide. They can pick a wide receiver. They and that's pick all. A yeah, and you're also assuming that there's going to be no trades of people moving ahead of them to get uh, to get the guy. The Chargers don't want anybody. The Vikings aren't going to get anybody. I don't think because I don't think they're getting out of that contract with. Uh, cousins plus they shouldn't and look they then have New England's pick and then look two later they have Las Vegas's pick all right I think it works I I, I think it could work I, I think you're trying to over oversimplify it by oh let's let me trade my starting quarterback and you know just just give me my first round draft pick the first round draft pick and I'll trade you this guy and you give me your first round draft pick okay Okay, yes, it is their starting quarterback that they don't want. Both of these two quarterbacks, neither neither of these teams want. True or false? Neat. They're not saying that does, they don't want them, but San they're not, Francisco they're not want giving Jimmy them G. votes of conference. Does vote of San confidence. Francisco want Jimmy G? They are said that they are fine rolling out in the next season with him as the quarterback. If they have to. That's kind of like saying Jared Goff is a Los Angeles Ram for now. Okay. Okay. Moving on. But yeah. But, so I, I, might... but, but I, I will give you that. I, I will say that that trade proposal is a little bit more realistic than your Matthew Stafford for Deshaun Watson straight up swap and maybe throw in a couple of draft picks. Hey, I thought. I mean, I think it would have solved some problems other than Deshaun Watson doesn't want to go to Detroit. <laughs> so that was never going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so we'll use the football news maybe on well, a sad note. We, well, no. Go ahead. Kind of sad note, but uh, we do have breaking news. 
I mean, breaking is in five hours ago. Mm-hmm. That uh, that um, Drew Brees has restruct agreed to restructure his contract. That basically means that if he retires as of June first, they the 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 New Orleans Saints can split his dead cap space between 2021 and the 2022 seasons, which means his retirement's probably imminent. That is correct. So the the official, as reported by I guess OverTheCap.com. Yep. Is the move is going to free up nearly 24 million in cap space for 2021 as Jared Goff, uh, not Jared Goff, Drew Brees, Drew Brees has negotiated his contract to go down to the veterans minimum. Yep. For the next season if he chooses to play. Yep. So if they file his paperwork on June 1st to announce his retirement, they will carry a 12 million cap charge for Brees until June, which is down from 36 million. And then eleven and a half million for twenty twenty two. Yep. So saves him some money. He still gets twenty four million dollars or something like that mm-hmm. between two years. Just to retire. Yeah. I'd take it. Um and then uh yeah, you wanna hit that sad news? Yeah. Oh. Sad news, uh great football coach Marty Schottenheimer. Longtime coach yeah. that coached in uh, Cleveland, San Diego, Kansas City, and I think that was the three teams. But I yeah, think so. um, he got moved in the hospice care due to uh, declining health due to Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's oh, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, he his teams never could quite get over the hump to make it into the Super Bowl, but he coached some great teams. He was, I mean, honestly, he's. I would say. He's the greatest coach to never win the Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. I'd have to look into the other coaches that haven't won the Super Bowl, but yeah, I, I think he'd probably be rank up there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will miss you, Marty Schottenheimer. Um. I don't know that there's much else to say about that. Yeah. Let's uh let's look at some slightly happier news, not for us as Cubs fans. No. As we go into the quick hits, that's right. So this past this past week, it, uh, the Nolan Arenado trade to St. Louis was officially yep uh, announced. Nolan Arenado and his large contract is going to be in St. Louis. Um, I think he still gets he still still does have the options to opt out after twenty one and twenty two. Yep. If not, he's going to be in probably. He'll be in St. Louis till for at least six years if he doesn't opt out. Uh, going to Colorado is starting. The only, I think the only person that I recognized out of the trade was Adam Gomber. Okay. He got some spot starts this year yeah. and three other minor Which leaguers. will likely be a thing because uh, if the uh, if the MLB gets their way, they're going to end up trading or they're going to end up having more double uh, double headers this year again. They could. So spot starts will be a more regular thing for a lot of these guys again. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, Nolan Arenado is really, it'll be interesting to see how well he does with a full season and not what, playing in Denver. And Yeah, I was going to say, and see what he does with uh, actual air to hit the ball through instead of that, you know, that Denver, that Rocky Mountain High mm-hmm. that you get. Yeah, the other baseball signing, uh, Trevor Bauer finally signed a contract. Yeah. He's going to be in the Dodgers. He'll be yep. playing for the Dodgers. Man, did that? Do- How did that Dodgers team get so much better in this offseason already? Well, they still don't have a third baseman. They still got to figure out who's going to play third base with yep. Justin Turner still being unsigned. But their starting rotation is the scary one of the scariest starting rotations I've seen in decades. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a tough team to face in the playoffs. Like. They are designed their top I mean their top five starters. Yeah, Bauer, Kershaw, Bueller. Any of those guys can yeah. easily start a game one for you and you're I've, any of those and they have good depth behind them with yeah. uh with Urias, Dustin May. Yeah. It's that's gonna be a scary team this year. Tony Gosselin, yeah. Don't uh don't sleep on the I mean, they already won the the World Series. Mm-hmm. Now they're just gonna go into repeat. They could. I, I think. I honestly, I think that that they, yeah, it's getting and, scary yeah. to see. And our last quick hits is 
the NBA and the Players Association have agreed to hold an All-Star game this year. Previously, it oh. was going to be postponed. I didn't see that they actually got to the agreement. Yeah. Oh. They, they agreed to it, and already star players are kind of upset about it. Yeah. LeBron James and Giannis yep. have come out voicing their displeasure about playing the game and maybe not as big of a star as those two, but De'Aaron Fox. Does anybody uh, care? I I watch I try to watch NBA games at least once a month just because I'm trying to cover NBA as much as I can. And I still don't care. Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I think with the current situation, the health situation that we're in with COVID and them wanting to keep the league going to have a full 82-game season or whatever the amount of games they actually are playing this year, I, I just don't think an all-star game is in the cards this year. Okay. I you know I don't I don't care either way, um, but I mean, nobody plays defense. I mean, there you and I are as close as a defender would be to a offensive player in the All Star game, and I think it's going to be even worse. They're going to social distance at minimum. I don't know. I mean, my my thing with the All Star game this year is that if you give a player like like LeBron or Giannis to say, all right, you can opt out if you don't feel comfortable playing or you don't want to play. That could almost set the, set a precedence for future years. Because already the NBA is very much about load management and well, not wanting to play any extra games than, than they have to. Which is actually something that LeBron is kind of fighting against this year. Oh. Uh, he's decided that he's not load managing this year. Hmm. He's playing less minutes. That's how he's load managing this year. But he... He's not. He's playing every game, and he feels like because he wants to. He wants to get his MVP this year. Okay. He's trying. He's going for that MVP, and he's going to do it as best as he can. And one of the ways that he's going to try is to um, is to have the uh, to to play every game and not load manage. And if he does that, he was wanting the week of the All Star game off, but uh, now it looks like he's not going to get it. No, and and if he plays in the Olympics. Yeah, that's even let more less time off that he has. Yeah, um, it's I don't know. I uh, honestly I don't care either way. Um, yeah, I mean I I don't I don't care either. But I think if you if you have star players say nope, I'm not going to play in this game, or they show up but they they barely play. What's that to stop them from doing that in future years when you don't have COVID as an excuse yeah. to not stage an All Star game? Yep, and. Probably the other thing is that if you're going to complain that what well, why, why are we doing an all-star game now? This was already agreed upon that we weren't going to do one. I mean, I'm sure that there had to have been some discussions within the players association. So why weren't you talking to Chris Paul Yeah. to say, Hey, whoa, let's slow down. Why, why are we agreeing to do this? Or why are we pushing for this? Yeah. I, I don't understand why the association, I mean, so many of the big players are being vocal against it. Why would they have agreed to do it in the first place? Yeah, maybe there were those. Maybe those discussions did happen, and but, and I'm sure they were. But it just seems odd that you're coming out vocally against it. But why didn't where why weren't those same comments made to your union president? Yeah. Well, um, so this is the time that we reserve at the end of the show to talk about our comments. Uh, Josh, we want to thank you so much for joining in. It really, it actually makes it more fun, I think, it does, yeah. when we have comments. Barbara, you too. Uh, and Matt Erickson, uh, for the comment that let us know that I screwed up on audio issues and uh, made us restart. Uh, thanks for that as well. Um, it, this helps us out a ton. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening to us on Facebook or on uh, on where on a pod, on our podcast, jump over to Facebook.com/slash/ballsandsticks. Check out our Facebook page. Uh, let us give give us a follow. Uh, also, jump over to the fan page if you want to participate in poll questions. And Rich, if they're watching but all they want to do is listen, what should they do? Uh, they should look up Balls and Sticks the podcast wherever they wherever you find your podcast. Yep. Um, and watch out for the uh, the link to join our fantasy NASCAR group as we'll try and get that up after after we get done recording today. Yeah, we didn't even talk about our favorite Super Bowl meals that we've ever had. Uh, well, maybe we'll do that next week. We'll have a little bit lighter of a week. Mm-hmm. We'll both have had really good brisket. Hopefully, hopefully, I do a good job. I'm sure you will, Mike. I mean, it's it's smoke, it's meat, 
how can you go wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, folks, we will see you next week. Same basic time, same basic channel, and we'll be together again there. Yeah, we don't know where we're going to record yet. Nope, not quite yet, but we're going to be in the same place. Yeah, so we'll uh, see you then. And uh, Rich, what's the time to do? That's probably time to roll that intro slash outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.